Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Dropping Dimes podcast. So for today's episode, we will be talking about one of my favorite players of all time, Derek Rose. Yeah, Pooh, as he was usually called. And I'll be talking about why I grew up idolizing Derek Rose. So that is what's up for today's episode. Derrick Rose, you know, it was like 2000 and that was like 2006 when, you know, because I was always fond of, you know, looking at these mock drafts and looking at the players who got next. But, you know, the first time I saw Derrick Rose when he was, like, playing for Simeon High School in Chicago. And I saw the highlights. You know, at that time, highlights weren't really that easy to, you know, to look up or to... Yeah, it wasn't, like, it wasn't as easy as, like, going to YouTube and something like that. But then, man, when I saw these highlights of... Uh, this guy, right? 6'4", pro body, even when he was still in high school. He just looked different, man. And I can remember when when Slam released their, you know, they had this uh, it, uh, issue wherein it was it was they were featuring these guys from from this very very strong batch of high school players you know people have to remember that not all of them came out after 2007 right so not all of them joined the 2008 draft some guys played two years in college guys like Blake Griffin James Harden and they they ended up in the 2009 draft but you know all these guys you know the OJ May was of the girl Michael Beasley it was uh, Eric Gordon Kevin Love it was this guy Derek Rose who just looked so special man the athleticism was so amazing that I wouldn't really believe that he was in high school. Right? And then he went to Memphis. I can still remember watching their, you know, Memphis and uh, USC. Yeah, so they battled. He and OJ Mayo battled. So that was like watching the future. At that time, you know, when when they were balling, it was like watching the future. And then we all know what happened that season, right? Derrick Rose led Memphis. His coach then was John Calipari. 
had teammates like Joey Dorsey, Chris Douglas Roberts, and they went all the way to the national championship game. They were supposed to win that game, right? If not for those free throws and the Mario Chalmers miracle shot that you know gave Kansas the championship eventually. And then everything was you know a year like a few months later everything was removed from the history books because of the eligibility complaints about Rose but it didn't matter anymore because he was in the NBA he got drafted first in the 2008 draft and though he didn't really like you know he had he had a very very good rookie season but it's not like he he really exploded into the scene right he really made it smart though during the playoffs when they faced the Boston Celtics and that series was one of was arguably the best first round series for me personally ever that series was so fun to watch and I was you know I was fortunate that we were in the states then and I was like you were having this uh, east coast tour then and I had a chance to really like you know every time we're gonna be stopping by a hotel and then we're gonna catch the game on TV and seeing you know the Celtics with a KG and then playing against the Young Bulls and then Derrick Rose is balling guys like Ben Gordon were still there and Joakim Noah it was fun right it was like you just knew that Derrick Rose would be incredibly special and then he went we, we all know like in 2011 he eventually aside from just being an all-star the guy just you know after the world championship just went from being a really good young player to being the youngest MVP in the league even though they they got beaten by the Miami Heat in 2011 but it was like at that moment even when they lost to the Heat It seemed like this would be the guy who would be eventually the face of the NBA. Right? That was how it was. And then a year later, man oh man. Biggest what if in basketball history, what if just if Tibbs Tibbs just removed him? You know, they already were... Everyone knew that the game was over. Last one minute of that game. You know, that drive and that... No one was there and everyone knew it was serious. Man, that changed everything, right? ACL injury. 
missed the whole season after that came back 10 games into it another knee injury this time on the other knee and it was it was sad to see Derrick Rose you know never getting a chance to really live out what he was supposed to be he was supposed to be one of the greatest to ever do it right? the youngest MVP in the NBA so it was sad seeing him get traded to New York you know I myself thought that maybe Rose's game wasn't fit and the way the game is being played especially when Steph started emerging as a star and D-Rose couldn't really that wasn't his game man I mean his game was really about athleticism about attacking the basket it, it wasn't like he had it was his game was never about outside shooting right probably the lowest point but when he went to the Cavs and then he got traded mid-season and got waived by the Jazz and I was like so sad to see the guy working out in Cleveland working on his floaters people didn't really know where he'd end up with right until Minnesota finally gave him a chance So when, when D-Rose like had that renaissance season where he even had a 50-point game and then reinvented himself, reinvented his game, became a better shooter, was more careful about how he attacks the basket. D-Rose is like the embodiment of grit. And that's why I love Dero. Things are hard, man. You know, things aren't easy right now. Just looking at that guy and looking at how how many you know downs he had to go through, and still he's there, playing in the league, still balling, still finding ways on how to be effective. How can you not be happy for that guy, right? How can you not be inspired by that? He just loves the game so much that he found ways. He found ways on how to still be effective. And that's the reason why Derrick Rose will always be one of my favorite players. Ten years after almost 10 years after winning this MVP award yes the career may have obviously taken a different route you know it wasn't wasn't the route that we thought it would be but the impact you can never take away the impact of Derrick Rose, not just in the basketball court, but in the hearts of many of these 
not just young ballers, but people who saw him go about it, who saw him fight through regardless. That if Derrick Rose can do it, any one of us can do it as well. If Derrick Rose had to go through that much shit, all of us can go through this shit as well. So to my man, Derek Kuros. Kudos to you, brother. If ever you'll hear this, I just want to say, I just want to thank you for all the inspiration that you've given me just because of the way you, you handled everything. No wonder why he's the well, the most loved player in the NBA. More power to Derrick Rose. So that is it for today's episode of the Dropping Dimes podcast. We'll see you again on the next episode. This is J.A. Dimes. Keep safe, everyone.